Hey guys, it's Brian Aganod, and welcome to Mindset Daily. On today's show, I want to tackle depression. I think during the holiday season and the winter months when the days get shorter, there's less and less sunlight, and just the stress of the holidays and the coming down of it in January, it's very easy for us to slip into a rut. Or even it starts even towards the end of the year. You know, this maybe holidays are hard for you, and holidays are not easy for everybody. A lot of times they can bring a lot of excess stress, a lot of tension between family members, unwanted conversations, uncomfortable topics, all sorts of different things that come up. And for whatever reason, it starts to lead to a momentum shift in your life. And one of the things that I am really big on is not so much about the speed at which you move in life or where you're going, but the direction, meaning the direction is far more important than the speed that you get there. And so in your daily life, one of the things that's incredibly important to do is to make sure that you're constantly checking in with yourself to make sure that you are in the right direction. It's like you're out sailing in a boat in the ocean and you got to check every now and again to make sure the boat is still going to the destination that you want it to go before you find yourself lost at sea. And it's very easy during this time of year and these dark winter months to, and again, if you're listening on the other side of the globe, somewhere in the Southern hemisphere, it's the opposite. So you can, your summertime is exactly opposite of ours, but darkness comes for us all at some point. It's really easy for us to just lose sight of the direction that we're going in. And we need to right that ship. We need to make sure that the momentum in our life is moving us in the right direction. And there's this thing that's called lag time. And what lag time is, is it's the time between when it takes something to happen versus when you've made the decision to do it, right? It's the time between the action versus the payoff is a good way of putting it. And the reason that's important and the reason why lag time is important is because making good decisions today is what leads to the payoff later on. And if we don't catch ourselves, we start making bad decisions in the moment and then the momentum in our life starts to shift in the opposite direction. And then before we realize it, the payoff of all those bad decisions then happens down the line, and now we find ourselves moving in the opposite direction. And so depression is tricky because what's happened is that subconsciously, we have shifted the momentum in our life instead of up to down. We've shifted our direction that we are moving in from the right destination to the beach island that we want to sail our boat to off to the middle of nowhere and we're lost at sea. And having a course correct that once you've been moving in the wrong direction is not always an easy thing to do. And I think to point this out, I think to understand what it is psychologically, talking both about just, I'll give you a definition here of both depression and anxiety. We'll talk about anxiety in another show. <clears throat> Excuse me. But think about this. Anxiety it, the definition of anxiety is when we try to control the uncontrollable future and we get anxious because we can't control what's going to happen to us. And the depression is when we try to reshape the unshapeable past, meaning we spend a lot of time thinking 
about different decisions we could have made in the past, things that happened to us in the past, things that didn't go our way, all the negative things that kind of surface up, that kind of bubble up to the surface. And we start to then compound those things into most of our thoughts and most of what we think about on a daily basis in our life is more so in the past. So we're thinking in the past and we're thinking about all of the things we wish we could reshape, but we can't. And so that's depression. And when we catch ourselves in that rut, we start to feel, you, you know what it's like. And, and we've all been there. We go through ups and downs in lives and you know where sometimes you wake up out of, you, know, you wake up, you get out of bed. And the first thing you want to do is just get back under the covers and go back to bed, which is, I don't want to do anything today. It's like our body, it physically feels heavy. We feel exhausted. doesn't matter how much sleep we get. We don't feel like oh, we've got any strength. We've got any willpower. We've got any motivation to do anything, right? Like we're completely devoid of strength and motivation. And when that happens we move into we move into this depressive state and it gets very difficult to then reverse that course and so here's a couple of things that are really helpful and very practical things that you can do to start to turn the ship around in the right direction so to speak and this is something where yeah if you are feeling depressed look the first thing to realize is that you're not alone in this battle, there's, everyone goes through it in some way, shape, or form. And it's very easy to become isolated. But I, I think the most difficult thing about depression is it's a battle that we fight alone. And if you're in a rut and you're not feeling your normal self, you don't really want to go sharing it with everybody. So keeping it in where it compounds all of that. And so I think the first thing to understand about it is that it's not just something that's going to reverse in a day. But the analogy I want you to use here is understanding that when you're feeling depressed, it's that the ship that was moving in the right direction, the wind has subtly blown the ship off. So now we're off course. And what we want to do is we want to take steps daily to start to move the ship in the right direction. So that way we can gradually turn that ship around and get it back towards the destination and correct course. And this is something that doesn't happen in a day, but this is something that takes takes conscious, conscious work to slowly get that ship to turn around. And here's just a couple of things that you can do to really help turn that ship around. So the first thing, step number one, the first thing to think about here is there is a principle which is like this, right? It's consumption versus production. And what that means in life is for us to maintain a homeostasis within our community, within this planet. Like this planet is not just about taking, but it's about giving and it's about producing and it's about being a productive member of this planet. So taking from this planet and giving from this planet. And sometimes it's very easy for it to get off balance, meaning we spend way more of our time and energy consuming than we do producing. So we fall off this level of homeostasis where we start to spend more time, maybe shopping, maybe for some of you, it's, ah, you know what, I want to avoid my life. So I'm going to take my credit card and I'm going to go down to the mall and I'm going to go buy everything in the mall and distract myself for that quick hit of dopamine to, to 
basically push away or hide whatever is going on around us. We use it as a distraction. It just distracts what's going on in our life. Or maybe we start to resort to eating. Some of us do that. It's, let me just grab a bag of chips or let me grab the sweets, the candy, the cupcakes, those things, and we fall into it. It's a distraction, right? We're looking for, for short-term dopamine hits, things that distract us from our reality. And so step one is really going down and writing in your life. If you start to look for, if sources of happiness start to become short-term dopamine hits, that's a warning sign. That's a warning sign that the ship is starting to turn in the opposite direction. Meaning I'm looking, I'm starting to look for distractions in life in the form of quick fixes and dopamine hits. And those are things that, you know, shopping, junk food, whatever else those things are, those are the two that come off the top of my head. And those are big ones where we start to go into consuming mode more. Or it's not just, you know, consuming like physical, like food or physical goods or shopping, but also consuming on the internet. And it's like a strange thing. If you ever have those days where you're like, I don't want to get out of bed, you open up your iPad or your tablet and you start watching YouTube videos all day long. It's you're just consuming a bunch of nonsense and and garbage and things that just then facilitate that same feeling, right? Like stuckness. It's almost as if when we feel stuck or we feel depressed, we start looking for the video. We don't even have to look. The videos on YouTube start finding <laughs> finding us that contribute to that. All of a sudden, we see videos of the news. All of a sudden, we see all these things that are just now adding or compounding to that depression. And we're just consuming maybe, whether that's information, whether that's food, again, whether that's physical products, the balance becomes off. And so we want to shift over from consumption to production. And I like to take this one step further and say, and you've heard me say this on this podcast before, I'm a big believer in that when we are creating something that we enjoy, when we're creating something we truly enjoy, we are at our best. And so if we start to rebalance the kind of like that fine line between consuming and producing, if we start to produce more than we consume, we can start to pull ourselves back into that opposite direction. And so what that means is, and again, this doesn't mean build a business overnight, that this doesn't mean go to the gym today and walk out of the gym with a six pack. It doesn't mean any of that. But what it means is to start finding ways where you can be a value to society and start looking for ways. And it's really helpful to write these things down, which is how can you help people? I think one of the most powerful ways that you can shift the balance from consumption and production over towards the production side to balance it out is go out of your way to help people. And it can be little things, like little tiny things build momentum, right? Opening the door for people rather than even if it's a real simple thing. Sometimes like someone's there and their 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 hands are full, just hold the door for them, right? You're now producing, you're helping people. Or start to look for other areas in your life where you can help the people around you, where you can help your friends, where you can help your family members, do something to help them out. And this is something that 
this is something that Tony Robbins is really big on, which is if you can't, if you don't know how to make yourself happy, make someone else happy. So spend time helping others, find ways you can do it and, and never discount, never discount how small or how large something is you do, like even something really tiny can have an enormous impact. It can have an enormous impact on somebody, right? Something, some, something even as, something even as simple as maybe buying somebody a coffee at Starbucks or maybe buying somebody I don't know, maybe they forgot their wallet or something. I've been in that situation before where one time one time I was at a I was at a coffee shop. This was back when I was living in California and and the woman had a full order of things and forgot her wallet and it was just a natural thing for me to do where I'm like, okay, she's going to have to run to her car and search. She doesn't have her wallet or whatnot. It's a very easy thing for me to say, look, I've got the beverage and I've got the snack and it's no problem. And it's something really tiny, but it made an enormous impact on her, an enormous impact. And it's not very often someone just buys you a drink or a snack. Imagine what happens if someone just buys you a latte at Starbucks out of nowhere, how much it changes your mood. All of a sudden, everyone's happy. So it's little things like that where you can go out of your way to make people happy. That's one form of production, which is produce happiness in other people by helping them. But then two, and this is the next thing that's really powerful, is to get focused on your goals and your dreams, which is if you're in a rut, especially one of the things you want to do is be very concise and direct about what you want in life, your goals, your dreams, the things you want to accomplish and write them down on a piece of paper or in a Google doc. Like I do this, I have a Google doc of all the things that I want out of my life and I keep a running list of it and I refer back to it. So whenever I feel like I'm bleh, or I feel like unmotivated, or I can feel myself in one of those moods, it's very easy to open up that list and say, these are all the things I want in life. And it helps to shift myself into the present moment. And then I can feel the excitement of those things that I want. So defining some of your goals, defining some of your dreams, and these don't have to be huge things, right? Maybe it's just something like, look, I've always wanted to play a new instrument. So write it down. I would like to learn how to play the piano. And then write down, what song would you want to play and who would you play it for? Or I want to learn how to make sushi. So I'm going to go out of my way to find a cooking school and find out how to make sushi, cut the fish, et cetera, et cetera. And write those things down. Those are things that help to pull you out of the kind of the, the train of past thinking, which is I'm going to think about everything that I've got going on in the past and get you focused on things that you're excited for. Because that's another thing with depression and, and turning that boat in the wrong direction, so to speak, getting it off in the wrong direction, the momentum moving the wrong way is that a majority of our time is spent thinking about what happened in the past on things that we can't change. So we need tools to be able to shift ourselves over into being in the present moment. And now what we're doing is we're learning a new skill and we're producing something new. We're producing a new skill in ourselves. We are learning how to create. If that's one of your hobbies or one of your dreams that you want to learn to maybe create sushi or learn a musical instrument, writing it down and looking at that 
tends to lead to action, which is if I just write this down, now I can start to take action on that and I can schedule a time. I can start looking for, I can start looking for cooking classes that teach me how to make sushi, right? Now all of a sudden what we're doing is we're finding things that we enjoy and we're finding something that will lead to production into society. And it's a really powerful tool at helping to pull us back into the present moment, which is if I'm spending too much time in the past, Focusing on things that I want to do and being unapologetic about it. Just write down the things that you really want. Write down all of those things that you really want to do. Make a big, long list. Make a big, long list of things you want to create, things you want to learn, maybe books you want to read, instruments you want to play, whatever those goals are. Maybe you want to start doing karate. Whatever that is, is just write it down and have that list in front of you. And that leads me to my next point, which is... When you have that list, like this is like your, this is, you can call it like your excitement list, which is whenever you look at that list of things, it should make you excited, right? You should start living and feeling those things as if you're doing them. Imagine what it feels like to learn an instrument. Imagine what it feels like to always learn how to play your favorite song on the instrument you want to play. Like you're going to feel good. We do things to pull ourselves back into the present moment. And it's a really powerful, really powerful tool at helping to overcome that depressive state and that lethargy, right? Now, the next part to this is, and this, these all kind of go synergistically, is commit to creating new habits. Under, understand that part of what leads us into depression and part of what leads us into the momentum in our lives moving in the wrong way is that we've created habits that allow us to think in the past. We've, we create these kinds of negative habits and they could be things that don't serve us. Junk food is one of them. A lot of the time, we're not eating junk food because we're craving junk food. We're eating it. Maybe we've created this habit of, well, I'm just going to have a cupcake every night before I go to bed. And you do it enough and it just becomes a habit. Then before long, it becomes two cupcakes. And then it becomes two cupcakes and a half a bag of chips before you go to bed. And then when you start to do that, you, when you load yourself up on junk food and sugar before you go to bed, you don't feel good about yourself. And then that habit provides a gateway into then these negative thoughts, which then lead you to these negative habits, or not negative habits, negative thoughts about things that we had in the past. They become a gateway to thinking about the past that we wish we can change. So it also becomes habit shifting which is really powerful, which is write down three habits in your life, three bad habits that have crept up, the ones that have crept up out of nowhere and they're there that you want to get rid of. And then write down three good habits that you want to replace those bad habits with. So maybe instead of eating that cupcake or those two cupcakes and the bag of chips before you go to bed, maybe replace that habit with a different habit, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go for a short, maybe 10, 15 minute walk at night before bed. And I'm going to review my list of goals and things that I want to do and things that get me excited, my excited list. 
And I'm going to allow myself to feel what it would be like to do those kinds of things before I go to bed. So instead of ending the day on a low note, you're ending it on a high note, which is I'm feeling the excitement of the things that I want to do. And then you've got tomorrow to wake up. You're excited to start doing these things, right? Whatever that is that you, whatever that is, it's on your list and you schedule. And, and I, I didn't mention this, but the point of writing that down on the list is not so that you, not so that you just review them and feel excited about them, but when it's written down in front of you, commit to doing a little bit every day and saying, look, I'm going to take the next step. I'm just going to schedule a music lesson. I'm going to look for a cooking school and book something. So you can get excited. So you've got things that you are genuinely excited to do. And that has the same effect. Christmas time when you're a kid, right? December is all exciting because what are we all looking forward to? We're looking forward to Christmas Day, Christmas morning, when we can open up all those presents under the tree. And we feel excited when we're a kid because we're looking forward to that day. But we can recreate that same scenario via creating a list of things we want to do and things we want to accomplish. So it's very important. Write down and identify the bad habits in your life and then replace them with three good habits. And then every week for the next couple of weeks, commit to replacing a bad habit with a good habit. The thing about changing and creating new empowering habits for yourself is that it becomes much easier to break bad habits when you intentionally have good habits to replace them with. When you've got something good to replace the bad with, it becomes easier to make that switch and to take action. And when you replace the good habits with the bad habits, subtly what you're doing is you're turning that boat that's off in the middle of sea somewhere. You're turning that boat back forward so that it gets moving in the right direction. And then once you get that boat starting to turn in the right direction. Now you've got momentum again, moving for you in the right direction. And it helps to then start to create the, the, the bigger, it's like the snowball, the analogy rolling down the hill, you create a big ball of momentum that then starts moving you in back into the right direction in your life. And when we're in that mode of creating and we're in that mode of following our dreams, that's really where happiness is. That's where we experience the highest form of happiness. And the more time we spend in the present moment creating things, the less time we have to just focus on the past. So it's an incredibly powerful tool to help get yourself out of a rut and to pull yourself out of a depressive state which is let me write down a list. And writing things down is so key. Writing down goals, writing down things you want is so key. There's a statistic I read that only 3% of people actually write down their goals and what they want. Only 3%. If you can start to write those things down, as silly as that sounds, if you're not used to doing it, just keep it in a Google Doc somewhere to yourself or even just text them to yourself. I like to text myself on my phone. I like to send myself reminders. I text myself of things that I want to do. It, it gets you excited and it helps to shift the momentum. So it's a really powerful thing. And the final thing to wrap up today's show is make a list in addition to all of that of activities that allow you to become present, like activities that force you to become present. And you can use these things as like state change as well. If I'm in a, if I'm in a depressed state and I'm feeling very negative and lethargic, let me go and do one of these activities that shifts 
my state that shifts me into the present state. And that's why exercise and moving your body is so powerful. It's such a powerful way to help overcome depression. It's not just because of all of the benefits of exercise. It's not so much that as much as it is when you commit to show up and exercise, you are committing to be present for that period of time. And it's very important you pick something where doing like going to a yoga class is a really powerful thing. Going to a group fitness class sometimes is a really powerful thing where you're forced to stay present. And the more time you spend in the present moment, the less time you have to think about the past. And not to mention all the endorphins and all the benefits you get from doing that exercise that compounds on top of it. Shifting yourself into the present moment is such a powerful way to start fulfilling happiness, right? Is, is start to, to be fulfilled and to experience happiness. Whenever we're too far in the past or we're too far in the present, we can't be happy. But when we're in the present moment, when we're creating, when we're doing, when we're following our dreams, we're happy. And happiness is not about, and just one other thing to wrap up here, happiness is not about material things. It's not about being outcome-driven and creating outcomes. It's about the process of doing or creating. It's not about the, it's not, it's never about the end goal. It's about the simple fact that you have a mission and you have purpose. And I've never seen a person with a mission and a purpose that isn't happy. So the more that you start to enjoy and going through that process, writing these things down, Again, thinking about it, making a consumption versus production list. And if you're starting to, just to wrap up, looking at, if you're starting to consume too much and you're starting to look for short-term dopamine hits, things that produce those kind of things, that's a warning sign, right? Like you're, the boat's starting to move in the wrong direction. And then come back and start to focus on things. Create your excitement list, which is let me write things down that I really want to do. Goals, dreams, new hobbies, things I want to start and use those as use those things written in front of you as fuel to then go create something, right? To go do it, to go out and do it, put it on the schedule, go do it, get excited for it. Again, all those things you want to do, put them on the schedule so that way you can leverage the excitement of Christmas morning, so to speak, any time of the year. Put things on your schedule you're excited for. When you're excited for things, it's very hard to be pulled into the past. And then three, Find things that change your state in the moment, whether that's exercise, whatever it is. Maybe it's something that allows you to be present. And just by doing these three simple things, by doing these three simple things, it helps to pull you out of that state and build momentum again, going in the right way. And it really helps to overcome. It really helps to overcome depression and the habit list too, right? Which is creating good habits, replacing Writing down good habits to replace your bad habits, but being able to acknowledge those bad habits and replacing them with things that are new. And there's a lot of science behind habit. On another episode, I'll talk about all of the actual science and the research of creating new habits and by training your mind, how training your mind, how you can really change kind of the outcomes in your life. And so by doing these little things, they may seem little, or if you've never done this before, it may seem silly. You might be listening and saying, Brian, you know, that's really silly. I don't think that works. But it's amazing how powerful these things are when you start to put them in play. They're little tiny steps that lead to big changes in your life, right? There's a quote, small hinges swing big doors. And that's exactly what these things do. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. 
If you got some benefit from this, I'd really appreciate it if you could share this episode, share what you've learned, and tag me on Instagram, at Brian Aganod, and you can follow me there. I post some other stuff on there too, as well, if you want more of that. And one other thing, if you could take some time to leave a review in in iTunes, I would also greatly appreciate that. It just helps to get the word out on this show and, and get it to as many people as possible. And I know this stuff is so powerful and I want this to reach as many people as I can because I know that by doing these little things, it will change someone's life out there who could really use it and help the direction. And that makes me happy from creating this. Is I, I do all this, like I, I want to do all this totally for free because I want to be out I want to help people. I want to make an impact. And sometimes it's just hearing something in the right way or hearing the right words that makes a big impact and can change somebody's life. All right, so that's all I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.